Chapter 10 of Women, Children, Love, and Marriage. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Women, Children, Love, and Marriage by Catherine Gascoigne Hardley. Section 5 of Children, The Perfect Mother. A few weeks ago, a shower of sudden rain brought me for shelter to the house of a kindly stranger who beckoned me in from the position I had taken under the thickly foliaged trees bordering her garden. She was a woman who exuded kindness, you know the type, opulent in figure, wholesome and ripe, her face beaming in the wide wrinkles of pink flesh. The sudden generous smile of the big mouth showed her the possessor of a real charm. Her eyes had a blue twinkle that attracted laughter. Quite plainly, she would be delightful as a mother. For about her was something that conjured visions of nursery fires, of warm, sweet bread and milk, of sugar plums of nasty powders, and of kisses and forgiveness given for childish wrongdoing without any unfair bargaining for repentance. But this woman had no child. Nature does not always, in this matter, act as intelligently as she might. We all know of many Betsy Trotwoods. On the other hand, we find children lavished wastefully Yes, children, swarming in the cold homes of mothers who do not want them. Women without understanding of children or any trace of parent passionateness. Do you not recall many modern prototypes of Mrs. Jellyby? I felt my bowels ache for this woman with her rich and wasted motherhood. Her opulent affections were lavished not, as they should have been, on the tender warm bodies of little children, but on dogs. Never have I seen so many dogs. They were placed all over the rather small room. Both easy chairs were occupied by a canine cedar. There was a mother with the new baby pups in a lined basket before the great fire. Another dog who was sick in another basket wrapped in a shawl on the other side of the fire. The room was stifling and had a sick, close, doggy smell. And though I am a lover of dogs, I felt disgusted. I really hated those pampered toys that snarled and snapped and grumbled at me in the most horrible way. Believe me, I am not exaggerating. He could not speak. The whole room was dogs. Enough. Let us leave them and get on to something of greater value. It was that thought which caught and gripped my attention. This woman's unfilled life. I could not forget it. It stayed with me long after I left the house, a memory not to be obliterated. She was forlorn among her dogs. It was a tragedy of waste. I have had so many dreams of the perfect mother that I was stung to anger and impatience to find her. At last here, squandering her affections on a canine brood. The situation was so plain, this woman needed children, if not of her flesh, then adopted and made her own by the rich fullness of her motherhood. End of chapter 10